0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Erin Bees. I am a wife, a mom, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing. Grateful to have healed my way out of it. And now I'm using all of my social media platforms to educate and raise awareness around the dangers of multi-level marketing companies, the tactics that they use to market it, and just the different behaviors. And I'm really excited today because I have one of our, I say our, because I don't feel like the YouTube community is just me, you know what I mean? But I have one of our members, um, her name is DC, and I am so excited to be talking to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to let her kind of intro herself and tell you, you know what I'm saying. So DC, you want to intro to your, to, to your people? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me,
1: Aaron. I am excited and a little nervous to get to talk to you today. I'm excited to talk about my experiences in two multi-level marketing companies. Uh, what I learned, uh, what questions I wish I would have asked and, um, hopefully like whoever's listening has an open mind and um, that this helps you maybe ask different questions before you sign up for one or get you thinking if you're in one and you're starting to say, Hey, maybe something's not
0: quite right. Yeah. I do think that I have quite a few listeners that are currently in an MLM and are listening quietly kind of like we probably did at the beginning and we were listening quietly and weren't sure how we felt but we were kind of drawn to the content because as we watched more content we were realizing you know hey this stuff happens what they're talking about happens and they might have been in another company but i think um i think that's a large demographic of people that are listening um, to the podcast along with people that got out and, you know, validating their experience and their story. And yeah, so I guess maybe let's start with, uh, the two companies that you were part of. Sure.
1: Um, in 2014 of February, cause I just looked up all the receipts, um, a girl that I had, known through church and I had also shot her, um, engagement and her wedding for her. I used to, uh, do photography and, um, so I wouldn't say we were close friends, but I had had a lot of contact with her. I liked her as a person. I respected her. Um, she's always someone. And if she asked me to do something or if she said, Hey, let's go do this. I would always say yes. Um, and she had reached out to me on Facebook messenger <laughs> and asked, was it a Hey
0: girl message? I have to know.
1: It's, it's like an elevated Hey girl message. And I'm actually going to read it because I still have it. Oh my God. Um, she brought and-
0: receipts. I'm so happy about this. Oh, <laughs> and by the like, way, before you yeah. read that, yes, the point in her sharing this, so I say this on my YouTube videos as well, but I, let's just make sure that we mention it here. You know, she's bringing these things up. She's sharing the receipts, not to shame the people that sent them or said this or whatever the case may be. It's really about the education and the raising of awareness. So I want to make sure that we're clear on, on what it is we're doing here and why it's not about the person it's about the behavior. So, okay. Yes.
1: (laughs) And it's the, I think it's also the perpetuated behavior across a lot of different companies. So like when I, when I first learned about the Hey girl messages, and I guess more in Beachbody. I guess they were at the time more notorious for it. I wasn't like expecting it to come from a Mary Kay person. I guess, and that was naive of me. But that that's just what I was thinking. And as I read this, I am going to redact names so that I'm not going to yeah. trash anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, on a public platform. I I do think that the companies slash leaders of specific MLMs. I do think that they try to, and we've seen this so many times, we've talked about it in the discord so many times um, and on my, my uh, videos, but I think that, that they try to make it seem like they're different. So when we see this stuff happening and you're in an MLM, I think people typically think, well, not my company. Well, not my team. My leader didn't teach us that but it's, it's across the board. It's, we see some sort of cold message across the board. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, so she said, Hey DC, how are you? I hope you're enjoying married life. Um, her son and I had made um, her son a a blanket after he was born. He loves it. So cute. Anyways, (laughs) I was just wondering if you had a moment to help me out with something. I recently started my own business with Mary Kay, and I'm in a challenge to have 10 people listen to a 14-minute recording about Mary Kay, the company, and then get your opinion about it so I can learn how to answer questions better. (laughs) And can you do this in the next 24 to 48 hours? I would extend 50% off any item of your choice in appreciation for your help.
0: Would you be able to? Thanks so much. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God. That's so bad. Hey, can you listen to this 14 minute call pitching you on a company that you haven't even expressed any interest in? And Oh, by the way, for doing that, you can spend some money, but I'll save you 50% on whatever you want for a product that you haven't asked me for.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And it's so identifiable now, you know, however many years later, I guess almost 11, no 10. I don't know. I'm bad at math nine years later or whatever, but like, seeing it now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, there were so many signs. But back then, I was like, hey, my good friend's reaching out. And, of course, I'd love to help her. Of course, if she needs help learning how to train, mm-hmm. of course, I'll do that. Yeah. And I didn't see, like, oh, man, this is a manipulative tactic to present the business opportunity. And yeah. I definitely
0: was a sucker. <laughs> so, and yeah, I guess I mean, back, was- yeah, yeah. I know this was eight or nine years ago, but this yeah. this these kinds of messages still happen. They might change the words and it might be a little bit different as far as that. But these yeah. types of messages still happen. And it blows my mind that so many of these companies and specifically the leaders, they, they say, oh, well, we don't send cold messages. But then you get on one of their power hours or whatever, their Zoom meetings. And one of the things that they have you do is hey, let's message three friends that you haven't talked to about this product. That's a cold message. Yeah. They haven't yeah. expressed interest in the product or the business. They're your friend and the preying on friends and family first, I think is so disgusting.
1: It is. And the crazy thing is when you have that thought of, I know this person, or I know my sister, she doesn't wear makeup. She, does, she has sensitive skin. She has to do a special thing. They would say, you can't decide for someone you at least have to ask them you at least have to blah 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 blah. and it's like okay so I know she doesn't like makeup but I'm gonna ask her anyway I'm I know she doesn't want my skincare but I'm gonna ask her anyway and it's like no sometimes the thoughts because you know the people and they don't like those are good to have and listen to yeah
0: so So was this was this the the intro into Mary Kay for you is this where it all kind of started
1: Yeah, because I listened to the 14-minute call. It was on one of those recorded, I don't know, this was back in the day before like Zooms and videos. And I mean, I guess there was some of that, but like literally you called in, you punched in a number and there was a recording of a senior executive sales director and Mary Kay and she, there was never a pause. It was sounded like so good. It was so fluid and like, Mm. it was very manipulative. (laughs) And I didn't know it at the time. I don't know. I was just like, wow, yeah, I'm not a salesperson. Like this totally makes sense. And like, yeah. hey, tell me on a rating system of one to four, like one or four or three or two. And I was like, so I, I wrote down all the notes and I got back with her and I said, hey, here's a secret password at the end of the call that you are oh asking my God. for. <laughs> And I have all the answers and she's like, would you like to get on a three-way call with me and the girl from the recording? And I was like, sure, I'd love to help you. Cause she was still painting it as it's still a learning opportunity for me. And I was like, of course, I'd love to help you be successful in your business and answer these questions. But in the process of the sales director, getting a hold of me and being on the phone. And I, and I was like, yeah, I was an active participant, but I was like, I didn't know everything I know now. So, um, she, we went through the call. I thought I asked a lot of questions. She used a lot of income claims to get me excited. And we moved, I went from working full time, um, to being married and not working remotely at the time. I love having a job. So I thought, Perfect. This lady moves around all the time. She builds a new customer base wherever she goes mm-hmm. because her husband was like a Lutheran uh, principal. So I guess they station, not station, but they move them to different schools every three or four years. So I was like, oh, wow. she knows. She knows. Like, she gets it. <laughs> she, yeah. She builds a new customer base and she has her old customer base. And she was talking about all the sales. So I was yeah. like, oh, sales. She didn't mention recruiting. She didn't mention, and I guess I should have like, piece it together but I was like I can sell stuff yeah. I mean I can and
0: yeah <laughs> so I signed up it's so I talked- crazy because all of those things that you just mentioned were on that training that I just did on my last YouTube video. So when you were like, "Aaron, that was a great video." Now I, I have a completely different perspective, just from that experience with Mary Kay that you shared, and holy validation that yes, this is absolutely still happening. It 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 literally just happened on that last video that I did. They were talking about three way chats and all that.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy, and it's like, it. I wish you would have just said hey, I am recruiting into Mary Kay. And if I build a team of 10 people, I get to go to the next rank and I'm looking for people who like to sell people who like to work a lot, (laughs) people who can learn how to put on makeup and teach other people how to do it too. And you're going to need three to $5,000 for inventory. Yeah. And, and, that's fine. I'm just it I'm bit I'm a little a little smidgy smidgy bitter about it now because I don't like being manipulated. Yeah. And I thought it was coming from a friend. Yep. And
0: um I feel like that makes yeah. it 10 times worse. The experience 10 times worse because this is somebody that you trusted, somebody yeah. that you cared about. And 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 not any shade for her. She probably like, what was her story? Like, I, I really do feel like everybody has a story. Now, there are yeah. some people, and I was just talking to Julie Jo about this this morning. I feel like there are people in multi-level marketing that face this kind of crossroads. This was one of the main reasons that I got out. And that crossroads is you either learn that, hey, uh, in order for me to move forward, I'm going to have to, in a, in, in a sense, sacrifice people that I'm recruiting. Because there some it's the, it's the whole phrase. Some will, some won't. So what they say that, you know, in the industry. Um, and I was, I developed relationships with these people that were on my team. And so when, when they're ordering stuff, a new flavor or whatever, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is so exciting, like a new flavor. But then kind of when the dust settles and you start to really look at what's going on, I really felt like I was hurting these people. And that crossroads for me was, I was not okay with hurting these people that were coming to me to help them build what I thought was a legitimate business at the time. Yeah. I wasn't okay with that. And so I just wonder like, what was her story? Was she also manipulated or, you know what I'm saying? Cause I I don't know. Yeah. And I think
1: like, I think people are manipulated by the people who have been in the companies for a long time, who understand the financial benefit from recruiting and what they get and understanding the compensation plan because the girl that I signed up with, she actually broke a record in Mary Kay for getting to the director the fastest that anyone, I guess, had ever, to my understanding at the time. So she was a new mom and she wasn't a salesperson. She was so genuine or she is so genuine. Um, So I thought because she was able to get to that director spot so quickly and she wasn't a salesperson and she, all this other stuff, I was like, of course I can do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just was like, yeah, I can do that. Because she is, wasn't anyone that I think, like, the regular, uh, maybe the YouTube community would say, like, oh, yeah, that person. I could tell, like, she's taking advantage of people. And yeah. I think it was more she was trying to follow the directives of her director. and um, And people were saying yes to her. So... Yeah. Um, but she, she got to director, she got the first, um, personal volume to get the first two cars in Mary Kay. Cause in Mary Kay, you actually have a set, um, consultant level car, uh, a next level luxury car, then the Cadillac, I think, and then it's different models. <laughs> yes. And so they have it set up with different companies. So it has Mary Kay on the car and. So she got the first two within, I think a month and a half. So like mm-hmm. at those levels for volume and then,
0: um, cause she was recruiting she, though, right?
1: Yes. So to get to the director level, you have to have 24 people, uh, 23 people under you, including yourself. So she got that, I think in the first month. So she made director and she was working as a director for up until July, Mm-hmm. And then when me, when I and the girl I had recruited were on the way to convention, she voiced a message, to Justin told us that she had quit the business. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so like we had paid for convention, paid for the hotel room, like all of the like wardrobe and whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. So we're on the way we follow through with it. And I won a few sales awards, um, in our area cause I was selling Yeah. <laughs> and, um but it was like devastating cuz you're like wait where are you cuz it literally started. was like yeah like february to july so it was crazy that and was- it was like what happened <laughs> i don't know but i think she realized what was going on and she got out but she just said hey it's not for me um i wish you guys all the best i just can't really handle it with the time commitment and mm. and then we got sold a very um ugly story by the director about why she quit because she refused to get a personal assistant. She refused to do all this stuff. And it's like now it on this side money. of it,
0: let's drive yeah. the expenses up <laughs> because there are they're not making a whole lot of money to start with.
1: Yeah. So it was just one of those things where now on this side of it, being older, I knew that director was selling a story to paint her in a bad light. Yeah. And and instead of saying, like, that doesn't really sound like her. That doesn't sound Mm-hmm. You know, instead of her saying like, "Hey, some people like it, some people don't. She was successful at it, but decided to go a different route." Yeah. Instead, she got trashed.
0: Yeah. So, and I yeah. mean, changing career paths is a very normal thing outside of multi-level marketing. But yes. when you move, yeah, when you decide to leave or you decide, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to go to this other company or whatever the case may be, you get trashed in in what I liken to be a smear campaign. They want to yes. make sure that people are too scared to go and ask that person, well, what's the real story? Regardless of the relationship. You know, in my opinion, I think people they naturally want to know, like, hey, what's what's going on? And are you okay? Especially the people that you've spent time with and when, when people leave in multi-level marketing companies, the ugly definitely comes out, you know, because people are scared because they know how hard they have to work to maintain their, their ranks and all of that, their team and, and the amount of work that takes. And the last thing that they want is to watch a leg walk away because now they have to rebuild that leg probably to maintain the rank. Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, it, it gets pretty ugly. I've experienced it. So many people have experienced it. And uh, for the, I guess for those of you that are listening, that maybe you're afraid of experiencing it or you are experiencing it. Um, I say this all the time, but my mom taught me a long time ago that you get to determine the value of people's words. And unfortunately in multi-level marketing, we assign a heavy, heavy value to certain people's words and they, they don't deserve that. They're, they're humans and you know, we put all this stock in what they say and how they act and what they do for us. And uh, it shouldn't be like that. So if that's you and you're going through that, just really focus on, is this somebody that I should, that, like it, their opinions should really carry some weight or is this somebody that is coming from a place of personal gain? And I'm, I'm sure that stings for a lot of people listening, but I think it's important that we we talk about that, you know?
1: Yeah. And I would say if you're still in an MLM, the best, One of the best things you can do if you're undecided about whether you're going to stay or going to go, look at the compensation plan and understand how it works because everything that you choose to buy benefits somebody above you. And I didn't get that when there was all this talk about keeping a full inventory for um, making star for all this others, all of these words in Mary Kay, it may be not meaningful for you because you're not in Mary Kay, but the director gets a bonus for every quote unquote star on their team. They also get a commission for chunks of volume on their team. So they get $500 for $5,500 of volume they get, and it just goes up. So are the, is the advice that you're being given good advice, make the best decision for you and your family, because that director doesn't get to live your life. Yeah. And so i just, I would just say that understand your compensation plan.
0: Yeah. I love that. I think that's really solid advice. So what did you do after convention and, or they called it convention? I think so. It, it, it was something. like a,
1: yeah, it's a huge event. And honestly, like I've seen other MLM conventions or con, whatever, like those big things that every year that kind of Round people up. Yeah. And it it was a huge. It was a huge event. They got they had dancers. They rented out a smaller stadium. Um, they had like acting out stuff. They had like awards ceremony. Yeah, role playing. Oh my god. Um they it was just it was crazy. And they it and they like uh, the awards of like every all of the different things you could get, it was it was like a three or four day experience and it was crazy. And exhausting. Yeah. And it was exhausting. And the and then when you leave, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do awesome in this. And at that time, like I already had, gosh, four hundred customers. So I'm gonna apologize to all the teachers before I say what I'm about to say next. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) During customer appreciation month or teacher appreciation or whatever, I there was about 20 different schools in the area where I lived in Mississippi. And I set up meetings with all the principals and asked them if I could come in to do a teacher appreciation event. And so I did give the teacher stuff at that event and said, this is on behalf of the principal. She wanted to say thank you for all your hard work. And I also have a giveaway for hundred dollars in free product and a facial. So one person from each school would win that and everyone else at the school would get second place. And so like I was getting all these names regardless and so that's how I built my customer base, which is mostly teachers. teachers. Yeah. yeah. And I did not share my, I was told to share like what trips I was working towards, what car I was wearing. And I refused to, yeah. I have a big thing with lying. <laughs> yeah. And I like, at some point you have to look at yourself in the mirror and be able to live with yourself. And I couldn't do it. And I didn't, I recruited two people. Um, just from like their interest out of, I did so many facials. I don't even know, (laughs)
0: but (laughs) I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was just crazy, but I, but that's the thing. They want you to, to hype up like what trip you're working towards, what car you're earning, all this other stuff. And it's like, I would say this is a side hustle. I'm not making a livable income on this job alone. I'm having a lot of fun doing it, blah, blah, blah. But that wasn't really like kosher
0: sales pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you're not, you're not portraying the lifestyle. Yeah. and that's So I,
1: I kept working. I was trying to help my girls. I ended up s- signing up another girl and this is the kind of the, the step that got me thinking about leaving was because I did the call with her. She signed up then my director, not the one who had left, but the girl that had the recorded um, call lady, she talk this girl who was in a financial tight spot into buying $1,800 oh my God. in inventory. And when I found that out, I was pissed because, and they, they would tell you, you just have to offer it to them and they can make the decision for themselves. And my point is, if I know someone is barely living above the poverty line, At some point, you have to take accountability for the words that you say. That's right. And they refuse to say that. They would just be like, I'm offering it to everyone. I'm going to tell them about every single Mm -hmm. inventory package. But they're also telling you how much money they make every month, um, you know, what the benefits of having a bigger inventory is, all this other stuff. And that was the kind of got my back like straight up like, no, I'm not.
0: Yeah, that would have been I'm not doing this. Too.
1: Do yeah. they call so, them
0: inventory packages? Um are gosh. they listed that way on the website or is that like a team like that's what the team calls it? If
1: you can remember. I can look up. I still have a lot of the documents from back in the day so I can send those to you but there was different tiers. So there's 1800 Oh, there's $600 is the base one then mm-hmm. like $1800, $2400, I think I did 35 or 36 or something which mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed about but Whatever. And First then- of all,
0: wait, before we skip over that, <laughs> Yeah, you don't need to be embarrassed. I think that there's a lot of people that have been in your shoes. I mean, I can remember times where I was ordering ketones and I probably shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been, not probably. I should not have been because one, I was overstocked or, or whatever financial, yeah. you know, my account was down a little bit. Maybe I just attended an event or, or whatnot. There's no you don't need to be embarrassed here. This is a safe place. I know you know that because you know yeah. me and we've spent a lot of time communicating, but I think it's important for those that are listening, even though you're this is your first time telling kind of your story and there's going to be a lot of emotions and stuff, yeah. um, you don't need to be embarrassed. You do not need to be embarrassed. That goes for listeners as well. We yes. all <laughs> started this thinking, I want to be successful. And when you have somebody that is, a few steps ahead of you and appears to be successful. And that person is telling you, Hey, listen, DC, um, welcome to the team. And I'm, I'm so excited that you're here and we want to make sure that we're setting you up for success. Can you guys hear me going back into like hun mode? Yeah. (laughs) Um, we want to make sure that we're setting you up for success. You know, here's the onboarding or here's the system or here's the next meeting or here's you know, make sure that you're here. Set your calendar for these things, and then we need to talk about inventory because people are going to want to buy stuff that they have on hand. You know, and they're not going to want to wait for shipping and this and that. And some people don't like messing with the website. She's shaking her head right now. You guys I you <laughs> can't see it. Um, So we want to make sure that we're setting up for success so that you can support your customers right now versus them waiting and having to order from the website. So these are the three packages um, that we suggest, and typically, I think. Because the companies, did you guys like that hun mode, by the way? (laughs) Um, I don't think the companies can necessarily call them inventory packages. So Mm. I think that this was probably something put together by somebody within the team, the leadership, that said, these are the three packages, here's the most common products. Um, you get two of them here, you get four of them in this one. And then in this one, you get eight and it's six, 12 or 1800 or whatever. I'm just throwing random numbers. Um, because I don't think legally the company can say inventory packages because mm. that's inventory loading.
1: That's a good point. I'll have to look it up and I'll definitely send yeah. it to you. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what do they call it? Yeah. But
0: yeah. Interesting, right?
1: Yeah. So I tried to sell through, last i had one more big event i raised um i did like a mary kay used to or maybe still does sell something called satin hands sat whatever mm-hmm. and um there is a nursing home near me and i was going to have customers buy like the satin lips and satin hands and just donate it to them i didn't feel good about taking a profit so i someone would pay 20 and I would buy $10 and $10. So, but then I was thinking like, I'm never going to make money doing this and that's okay. Like I'm, I don't want to make money off of a fundraiser thing for sure. But I was like, okay, I'm starting to see like, this is not, I don't enjoy doing this. I'm frustrated about how my recruits are getting treated. I'm frustrated that it's putting them into a financially bad position. I'm frustrated that I'm putting my family into a Financially bad decision. Yeah. I've I keep reinvesting all of my profits into more makeup, and I'm encouraged to do that until it gets to ten thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, and that only benefits my upline because Mary Kay at the time used to have two day shipping on anything, mm. and like like why everyone liked Prime at the time? Why couldn't you just wait two days for makeup and not? Yeah. You have to inventory load. So, um, that next, uh, 2015, I started trying to sell off the rest of my stuff. I didn't order anymore. And I just threw out the remaining product that I hadn't sold through. Cause it was just too painful for me personally to like continually have it hanging around. And yeah. I don't know how much I threw out, but it w- I hope it wasn't a lot, but it was more than I would have ever hoped to throw out. So,
0: and I think that's a perfect example of how the, how the money flows within multi-level marketing companies. You know, that's one of the things that a lot of the, the people in MLM say, they're like, well, everything is a pyramid scheme. You know, everything, every corporation is shaped as a pyramid, but that part may be true. There's always going to be somebody at the top. There's always going to be kind of the, the workers on the bottom of the pyramid, But the issue is the way that cash flows within the organization. In in a corporation, that's not an MLM, the money flows down. Everybody gets paid for their time, their energy. Um, They get paid for you know they they clock in, they clock out, they get breaks, they get lunch hours. Some depending on if you're full time or part time, you know you have different benefits and stuff like that. The money flows down in those types of corporations, and this is a perfect example of where money flows within multi-level marketing companies, it flows up. So yeah. the person that just started that, that said, okay, you know, I paid the, if there's, does Mary Kay have um, an annual fee?
1: Yep. So it's, you have to, I think, buy at least $200 worth of makeup a year. Okay. So, so, yeah. So it's not really a fee, but it's kind of like a fee. I count that as a fee because they require you to it's a, requ- yeah, it's a requirement. Yeah. So you, and, you join... Yeah.
0: And then you have this kind of requirement and then they come in and they say, well, we want you to be successful. Most people carry inventory. Most people choose to carry inventory because they're very good with their words. Um, and so <laughs> these are the three yep. packages. You order it and you're like, oh my God, I'm out $600, 1200 1836 whatever, whatever that number is, because yep. I'm sure it's a little different for everybody. And uh, that money goes immediately just like you just shared to that upline their upline their upline all the way up to the ceo you know and so that is a perfect example of how the the difference between standard corporations and mlm corporations how the money flows so i think that's a great example
1: i i think you explained that perfectly thank you um i didn't after my experience in mary kay and like getting ghosted by everyone that was in Mary Kay basically except when my former director randomly like reaches out to see if I want to get back into selling um I kind of stayed away from MLMs for four four years Mm -hmm. and I work as a I um, have my degree in graphic design so I was working as a graphic designer um for a long time and I uh had a, um, I guess a client. I had a client who was a blogger that I started working for in twenty nineteen. Um, Not as my main gig, but I have I work for a marketing company and then I take on other clients to fill in the gaps, basically. And I was doing work for her. I was producing video, graphics, helping her with her website, all this other stuff. And then she had me start working on oil stuff for her. Like she was in. W- Young Living.
0: Yeah. Oh god. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I was like, okay, like it, work is work for me. And so like I'm yeah. doing it. And I, as a graphic designer, like I have a certain level of like, I try to make sure while I'm not necessarily responsible for the copy, if I know something's wrong, I will go back to the client. So as I'm yeah, reading some of the stuff I'm kind of learning some things and she was actually she went to school uh, she has her master's in food science she worked for uh, um, like one of the largest food producers for a long time um, I didn't really classify her as like someone who was interested in like woo stuff uh, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so I was like I I guess I was like un- I wasn't expecting to like one get hit with the sales pitch and two to like learn anything about essential oils. And as I'm doing all these jobs out of the blue, she reaches out and says, Hey, I hate that you have to do all these jobs. And I would love to talk to you about financial stability and like what I get to do. And I said, Hey, I had a really bad experience in Mary Kay, not interested. So I said that three times, like, and I'm the type of person I like having people that, like, disagree with me. Like, I don't ghost people when they bring something up that's like, hey, I'm, no thanks, but let's still yeah. be friends. I'm not, like, all or nothing, so I kept working for her. And one night, I was interested in getting a diffuser because I had just watched, I don't know, two hours worth of video on, like, this scientific study that was done on rats and a specially built little container to test the impact of smoke inhalation. But so she was going through it and debunking some stuff. Some people in Young Living were saying, and she was also talking about the parts that were interesting in the study. So I, again, was like, interesting and not that any person on the planet would ever be in that enclosed of a space inhaling smoke from a candle. But like, that's interesting. I mean, it's just okay. Yeah. So I got a diffuser and she was like, oh my gosh, you got a diffuser because I got it at the discount price as mm-hmm. a brand partner.
0: The wholesale price. Yeah.
1: So I was like, Which
0: look. It's still expensive.
1: Oh yeah. The Aria is like, was 250 or 300 bucks. For an oil? For Yeah. And you got oils with it, but it's like. Wait, is that it's the a diffuser? Ba- yeah. So it's oh. like a little, it's a diffuser and it's oils, but still I bet that they make the Aria for what? 20 bucks. Oh, easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, I was like, I'm still not selling. I'm not selling. I'm not selling. And she was like, okay, well, here's some benefits you get. If you order, if you like this, if you want to keep replenishing your oils, it's like, okay, I'll do that. So I was consistently like using this for the smells and like reordering. And she was like, Hey, if you're going to continue ordering, do you want to like be a leg? (laughs) And I was like, okay. Okay.
0: You're like, what does okay. that mean? So, like, she was what, do, gonna, I, what she do I need to learn? Build you, yeah. She's gonna put back you, yes.
1: Okay, yeah. So, I she was like, Before I do this, I just want you to like read everything you can on this onboarding package so you know what you're getting into. And I was like, Sure. So, I read the policies and procedures, I read the contract, I read like all and I went through their whole thing. It took me like 10 hours to get through. Oh my god, everything. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, how, how does the commission work? Because, like, you can earn commission eight levels down. Yeah. How is that sustainable? And, oh, it's network marketing. It's so great. It's such an amazing blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. But also, did you see the cinnamon, the cinnamon mark issue they had a few years ago? Oh, that was a distributor issue. They blah, 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 blah you know You're like it was the, just all
0: the testing of the cinnamon bark and yes. how it was not I don't I don't know the correct terminology but it was not as efficient of a formula if you will yeah. it wasn't as pure as it as was supposed pure. to be okay and
1: yeah. um and just an FYI to everyone out there Young Living does not post their they say that they have independent testing for like their oils but they never make that testing available to the brand partners, so that you can see interesting not that that matters but that's matters to me. <laughs> so I'm still doing the graphics, and she's like, You're helping me so much. If I'll just stack people into you, if you can promise to make this 100 PV order per month, which is more than a hundred bucks.
0: I was gonna ask, What is the dollar to point kind of like ratio? Because I know I was just talking about this today, too. In prove it, it's not um a dollar per per volume point, if you will, it's for like a box of keto nat it's $130 us before Mm -hmm. shipping and tax. So it's like 150 ish. That's what it cost me. Yeah. Um, but for a new customer, I only got 80 volume off of that. If it was a smart ship, you got even less. Wow. Yeah. Cause the the smart ship orders discounted, you know, so they discount the volume that you get. I mean, I understand that part, but. Yeah. Yes. So. so
1: sometimes it was close depending on what you got. Sometimes you 100 PV was like 106.25, and sometimes 100 PV was 125, whatever. So, like, it depended on the product. Some products yeah. had more PV than others, but even with the discount, um, we still got the full PV. And, like, let's say I spent a hundred bucks after being in Young Living for two years, I got $25 back to buy on like a shop order which I couldn't put towards and I know it sounds complicated it's just like I was was like two years yeah so you get so the first six months you get 10% back the next however many months it is until the two-year mark you get 20% back and then for your lifetime if you keep um processing your monthly order you get 25% back
0: it was going 1099
1: That's a great question. I just did my taxes or my husband, my husband did them and it's, it wasn't good. It was not good.
0: No, it's, it's never good. And it's such a shock to so many people, by the way, for those of you that are listening, if you are in an MLM and you are questioning this, reach out to your company and ask them for an itemized 1099. What that basically is normally you get a 1099 and it just has a dollar amount but it doesn't show you what it's for. If you if you message your company, if you email them and you ask for an itemized 1099, they will send one to you and look at what is on that. For me this was this was huge when I was dealing with the state of New Mexico and taxes and it, it was it was such a mess in my first company when it, especially after it was purchased by Pure Romance. Um, I asked for an itemized 1099 and that's how I discovered that the free product was actually on that 1099. So yes, they were giving me free product, but I was paying for it in my taxes. It was, it was on a 1099 as a source of income. So for those of you listening and you're kind of like, well, no, not my company. Okay. I get it. (laughs) Email your company, ask for an itemized 1099 and then message me and we can talk about it because I'm telling you right now, the free stuff that you're getting is on there.
1: Yep. All I can say is do that because I was, like, watching from the wings for, I think, almost a year before I got out. And I was like, no, it can't be. No, no, it can't be that. It can't be right, true. It can't be true. It can't be true. And it's yeah. like, yep. Checkbox. Yes. Check, 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 check. So yeah. um, I started. I told her, sure, I'll do the 100 PV. I set my husband up a ghost account at one point because. Um, if you uh, some of my orders are more than a hundred bucks, so I would put the larger order on his.
0: So you got paid and, commission. Yep. Yeah, that's so, what. Yeah, so many people do in multi-level marketing,
1: and that's what they teach in yeah. young. Okay, maybe not young. Living corporate says that they can um erase a ghost account or a spouse account at their discretion, but the independent brand partners teach to their downlines to. Make your spouse an account.
0: And I think that that is the very reason why some of the anti-MLM content creators feature some of these people that are doing these things. It's not necessarily corporate that is teaching some of the stuff, although they yep. are doing their own thing. Like they're, yeah, they're not innocent by any means. Yes. Um, but it's the behaviors coming from the distributors that has to be highlighted because the distributors are the ones that are marketing and recruiting people and teaching them how to run this quote unquote business. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And big and big leaders in Young Living are teaching this. The yeah. the I'm not going to mention names. The I was placed into, um. I was placed underneath a girl because that benefited the blogger that I was working for the best.
0: Yep.
1: And above her was someone else, and above her is this huge Instagram account. Mm-hmm. She has over five hundred thousand followers, and on her oils account, she almost has a hundred thousand followers. Wow. And they teach. Have a spouse account and do and buy as big of a a monthly order to get all of your free oil gifts that you get with um, the one hundred and fifty, the two hundred, the two hundred and fifty, the three hundred, all that stuff. So I think four hundred is probably the highest um, monthly order where they give you a gift for each tier. Think about those
0: people that are placing four hundred dollars orders, four hundred plus dollars on both accounts each month on both accounts. Yeah. Just to get the free stuff, which when you really kind of do the math, it doesn't, it really doesn't make any sense. It doesn't.
1: You can't go through that many oils. I mean, some people go through oils, but the amount of free oils you get, you can't, you literally cannot get through. And I know maybe some young living people will be listening or maybe a critique of what I'm saying. Um, That's just, that's my personal opinion. That's my personal experience. Yeah. Um, I...
0: And it's obviously, valid. I'm a little,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm a little spicy about it because I feel like these recommendations are exploiting people for financial gain. Yes, and I feel strongly about not doing that and also supporting people like Aaron who are exposing the behavior in a way that is considerate and also thoughtful. Um, and I really value that the more of the conversation approach with receipts with examples, um, and with her experience. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that.
0: So you got out.
1: Yep. Recently. <laughs> yep. So I don't know if anyone is familiar of the Dramageddon of in February with young living, <laughs> but there had been some compliance issues. I was kind of like our teams not designated, like, Hey, read my Instagram posts because, If your Instagram post gets flagged by Young Living, you can get a strike on your account. If you get three strikes, your line will be taken away. So I went through everyone's social media to you cannot make structure function claims. You cannot say an oil can do this. I mean, any supplement where it's not like naturally known, like, yeah, biotin can help hair growth. That's like a naturally like Naturally, like that's a generally accepted statement in the science community you cannot say this topical application is going to affect like something like a like a functional internal in- internal function of your body so like and you can you can't you can't say headache you can't say allergies you can't say whatever so they'll say uh discomfort they'll say seasonal mm. sniffles
0: or whatever so you'll see these little hot words like depression they'll say sadness yeah
1: Yeah. yep so they'll get around it they're talking about the same thing but -hmm. they don't necessarily immediately get flagged even though it's still kind of breaking the rules um and there was more and more compliance issues coming up especially with recruiting in the young living um agreement the brand partner agreement it says you need to from the last time I read it, you need to include the income disclosure statement with any talk about, um, what you make in the company. And there's multiple graphics in the group that I left where it says, Hey, um, we have this many stars. We have this many, um, senior stars. We have this many executives. And that's what the level I made it to, but I wasn't at when I left. We have this many silvers. We have this many blah, blah, blah. And I reached out to the girl that I had signed up with and said, Hey, you cannot share this graphic. It's against um, the brand partner agreement that everyone signed. And you're going to get flagged by the FTC. Oh, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And it's like, you're in a very high level. You're making thousands of dollars a month with young living and you don't have the time to learn to properly stay within compliance to recruit people. And I have an issue with that. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever, like do whatever you want, say whatever you want to sign people up. I'm kind of like on my way out. Yeah. Um, there was a book distributed
0: (laughs) in Young Living. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of
1: the book. I did not. Some, so the top level in Young Living is a Royal Crown Diamond. Second level under that is Crown Diamond. Under that's Diamond. A lot of the Diamonds got it. Okay. Um, And Young Living's PR people said it didn't come from them. However, (laughs) Mary Young, the CEO of Young Living, wrote the foreword in this book. The book was written by a royal crown diamond. Okay. So it's like there's a connection there. I have the newsletter from Young Living where Mary Young said you should buy this book. So it was printed on company material (gasps) with company funds. Supporting the book. So the PR statements that came out, I was like, the building's on fire. Don't tell me it's not on fire. Right. You know what I mean? Like
0: <laughs> holy gaslighting.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then I went to our group to see like, what is our main girl? The top girl in our group, the crown diamond saying about what's going on. Yeah. She was like, Hey, it's not a big deal. Some, some former brand partner has an issue with this book and is trying to recruit people into her new network marketing company no 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 you didn't answer the question basically gaslighting everyone who had questions because that's legitimate to say if you I'm saying if you have religious beliefs about something and people who are religious say hey this book is kind of out of alignment with what the company kind of Mm -hmm. promotes and what I promote I might have an issue with it right I might be upset about it It, whether you like I'm saying like it's logical to think I'm confused.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I need some answers. Who's gonna answer my questions?
1: So I went some. I went digging, and I found this whole trail of stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to my main group, the girls I talk with a lot, and my upline, the girl that I was stacked into. She basically told the girls who had questions, "Oh, don't worry about it. Don't go looking for the information. It's not worth your time." And I have a point of contention with this because. This girl has spent the last two years saying I'm against censorship. I'm against all this stuff. And it's like,
0: but here she is controlling the information.
1: Yeah. When it's beneficial to her. Yeah. So I answered the question. I said, Hey, a former Young Living Diamond who now sells for another network marketing company um, received a book that she thought was endorsed by Young Living because the forward was written by Mary Young and on un- it the number of diamonds you received this book is undisclosed but um it was upsetting to her because she's a christian and it seemed like there was a lot of new age stuff in it and she's not about that yeah i was trying to be like hey she had an issue with it yeah. she works for another company because young living basically said it's just a smear campaign because she's trying to shade us to recruit people and i was like I'm over it. So I took about a month to, <laughs> I I'm took a month it. to think about it. And I was like, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like how young living and I, this is my own opinion. I'm sorry. I, I do not appreciate the way the PR team handled the situation.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't appreciate how my, all, the higher up uplines, um, answer the questions in the group. The girl who originally made the stories, on Instagram, um, someone in my organization, the up, 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 way up, messaged her and said, um, you're a disgrace to network marketing. Oh. I can't believe you posted that. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to be associated with this group anymore.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. So I was just like, I don't want to be with those type of people. Like, yeah. I am just out. I'm out. Um, and I know a lot of people could say like, well, there's a lot more problematic stuff before but sometimes like takes a while for your eyes to open up and Mm -hmm. that was like an obvious thing for me that I didn't want to be a part of
0: was that the nail in the coffin pretty much for you yeah yeah
1: the 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 main nail was the girl who I was stacked into her huge platform of being against censorship and then refusing to give people in her downline access to the information, refusing to answer questions. Um, I'm not about that. Yeah. I'm about like the truth and like, you can just tell the truth and accept like the heat that you get from it. That's it. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I think that's why like my ears started perking up when I was listening to the anti MLM movement on YouTube, because it's like, hey they're talking about the compensation plans they're talking about manipulative behavior they're talking about things that like resonated with my like oh my gosh
0: that's the issue i was having that's the problem i yeah. was having like it's um, interesting to me because i feel like a lot of the creators within the anti mlm genre i feel like they answer those questions that these leaders don't don't answer and it's i think there there's a lot of people That are at a certain rank in their company, and they think that they're a leader, but they haven't really ever had any leadership training. So when these these situations come up, they don't know how to handle it. And so the only way that they have been taught probably by their leader or or that person's leader is to minimize the situation and try to control, um, you know, damage control. But by not talking about it, it makes it this huge thing. And then people find, just like you said, the anti-MLM content. And we're answering a lot of those questions that that their leader won't answer, whether they just flat out don't want to answer it or because they're not equipped to answer it because that's how they've been taught. But that part, that dynamic is so fascinating to me going through comp plans, you know, going through income disclosure statements. It's fascinating to me because I could never get answers about that when I was in Yeah, about the comp plan. Oh, just turn everything green is what I was told and prove it. Just, you know, turn everything green. The whole back office is gamified, you know, and I'm sure there's little sayings like that in every company, but it's like, some people need to know the details. And when stuff like that happens, people need to understand what is the situation so that they can determine how they feel about it because their feelings are valid too, you Yeah. Know?
1: Yep. And Mary Kay, their little saying was stars earn cars. Oh. And so, yeah, just like, great. But it's that same thing. It's that same idea yeah. that this certain financial investment, which like turning your stuff green it's yeah. you <laughs> finding those customers, making those, those PV, like you ordering stuff or whatever. It's like, of course, that's going to be successful. It's yeah. going to be successful for the company. Yeah. Because they're the ones making the money and the people above you.
0: That's right. Because so, of how we know that money flows in multi marketing companies.
1: Yeah, and, and I think if you, even if you're listening and you're not quite sure and you're just here to learn more. If you can think about the money flow, that was a big key too, because it answers a lot of questions about traditional businesses that are similarly shaped to pyramid schemes. When you say, hey, there's a CEO, there's managers, there's employees, blah, blah, blah. Well, money's flowing down in a traditional business. And also your managers aren't like, you don't have to pay to participate in a traditional business. That's right. And you have to pay to get your commission check in every single multi-level marketing company that I yep. have found so far. Yep. Um, so I, I, had, I sent my, uh, my upline and the girl who I'd signed up under an email and said, I don't align anymore with the business model and even more so um, how Young Living handled this whole situation, in my opinion, is something that I can't resolve and I had sent this whole long email to them Good for and I you. got a message back that said, Oh, you should have gotten on. And this is just for, this isn't word for word. Yeah. It's just a general idea, idea of what they said, but of what she said, the girl that I was stacked into, but basically like I didn't participate in the zoom calls to get my questions answered. And my point was number one, you cannot change young living policy as an independent consultant and an independent brand partner you can't the issue that i had while with you was small with young living is big and Mm -hmm. unless you can change policy you can't answer my questions i don't want to be on the pr train of brainwashing i found out the information i waited a month to make my decision and i made it so (laughs) i don't know what to tell you except find someone to sign my line over so you don't get financially wrecked
0: yeah and then i'm out or (laughs) don't
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you want to leave, if you're in, if you're in a company and you want to leave, just leave. Just it's, leave. Yeah. yeah. Um, the reason that I wanted to sign my line over is because I'm a little bit of like a feely person and yeah. someone did this to one of the girls in our group a few years ago. And it was, it financially devastated
0: when, her check. When you say lose your line, does mm-hmm. that mean that that line rolls up to corporate?
1: Um, in this case, it would just roll up into my upline. So but in she my it
0: at the level that you were at, right? So the little the yeah. legs. You <laughs> so guys can't my see legs... that She's 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 doing these
1: So imagine a stick, and then you have it keep dividing off into like
0: yeah. a little pyramid, like a little family tree, <laughs> yeah. if you will.
1: Yeah. So to at different ranks in Young Living, yeah. Um, you need cert- a certain amount of legs. For each rank so if I had disappeared,
0: they, they would have been bumped down the whole dynamic
1: yeah. yeah so I gave them two months with a hard deadline. I didn't tell them I had a hard deadline, but I told them back March beginning of March, I'm out find someone and yeah. they just got it resolved. It's what the 21st now so yeah. the 20th of April, my hard deadline was April 24th so I had turned off all of my mm-hmm. shipments of like if you can't find someone. Yeah. That's your problem.
0: So now you're out living your, now I'm out. (laughs) Yes. How does it feel?
1: It feels good. And I know like people spreading information that is incorrect to get you to financially like plug into their downline. Like I know that is something I don't align with, but I still feel bad that I got suckered into it. And I know I shouldn't feel bad, but I'm still like,
0: I I still have all those
1: feelings. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that's a part of the healing process. I mean, this is very, even though you've kind of been working your way through some of this, it takes a long time. I mean, there's stuff that comes up for me every day that I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm not ready to face that. Or I'm, you know, I, why am I feeling like this kind of icky feeling that used to linger around a lot? And it takes me some time and just sitting in stillness and Allowing that to come to the surface so that I can move forward because I mean, it's all fine and dandy to leave, but then there's a whole, there, there's a lot of processing that has to do after the fact, because there were so many things that I know I did that were MLM focused that most people don't do. And I've had to kind of really be patient with myself. And so hopefully you'll be patient with yourself too, as you're just kind of going through these and you're going to be triggered in your day at some point and, and not even realize it. And then, you know, just, just stop for a second and think about like, well, what am I experiencing right now? Why do I feel this way? There's no reason for me to feel icky. Like, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, just, just give yourself some grace, I guess, when it comes to that, because this chapter is just starting for you and you have, in order to write this chapter, you've got to Turn the page on the last chapter. And unfortunately, that takes some time. I wish it was as easy as just turning the page, but that's not the case here. There's, you know, situations and and things that we have to deal with and heal through. So yeah,
1: that's really good advice. And I guess I want to say one positive thing that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good feeling after leaving. And like and I don't know if whoever's listening, if you're if you've ever thought about this, but in Mary Kane and Young Living, I think. In my mind, I always had viewed any connection potentially as someone who might join my team. (laughs) And I don't have that like crushing pressure anymore that, wow, people are transactional and this is either a plus or a negative. And I can just like enjoy the friendship. I can just enjoy the connection. I don't have to worry about recruiting someone in the line at the grocery store. I don't have to like think of a compliment to someone I bump into. I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, I don't know. It's just a good weight that's lifted off. And it's, and it just leaves you with like that good feeling of what I would want is like someone, if there is a connection, like a genuine connection, not because they're playing the long game, trying to
0: recruit me. And I don't have to participate in that anymore. Yeah, It's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a freeing feeling to know that you can just connect with somebody. I even hate that word connect because it's a very MLM type thing to say, but that's essentially when you're sitting down and you're communicating with somebody in some way, shape or form, and you have things in common, it's nice to just have a conversation. I think that's probably one of the things that I love the most about this podcast. Yes. People telling their stories is important in the interaction for me is like, Oh, like we can just have this conversation just to have this conversation. And I just think it's really cool. So yeah. Yeah. Same. Well, thank you for being on the show. I think this was an incredible podcast. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad that you reached out and said, okay, let's do this. Um, and I think that your story is going to help a lot of people. And I appreciate that.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I, it, it is very like um, therapeutic feeling to be able to talk to yeah. someone who's gone through like, something similar and also has some perspective and being out of it longer than I have and uh it's good to share like (laughs) yeah it's good to have those shared experiences and also like I hope that the addition Erin has so many good stories on her podcast and experiences and like if this is the first one you've ever come across I would highly recommend going and listening to her other her other interviews and conversations she's had with people because I think it's a a very like healing thing it's also an educational thing to learn from other people so you can get a better grasp and potentially make a better decision
0: yeah about
1: your mlm and just i don't know about everything so yeah
0: thank you so much and by the way there's four seasons of this podcast i do it by year <laughs> and i have left all of my mlm podcasts so if you go to season one and season two that is Aaron in full-on hun mode so if you can handle it, it's there. I was not gonna delete any of that because I think it's important for people to see the process, you know? So yeah,. Anyways. That's incredible. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys listening. I hope this helped you guys and um, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye everybody.